Hello, and welcome to Sunday Messages with Fairmount Friends Church. We're so glad that you are joining us. You can find out more on www.fairmountfriendschurch.org. Here's Pastor Brock Meyer. They are a couple of our best shooters that we have in the whole church. Um, And I want to do just a quick interview here, Dick. Um, we had we had these ten plates. Would you just stand here real quick? We're calling Slick Dick here um, as the shooter. I've had that before. You've heard that one before. Yeah. 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 So we had these six tin plates that were up, or metal plates that were up, and uh, and I couldn't hit any of them. Um, we had a couple guys hit one or two, and Ryan, Dick's son, gets up, hits five out of six. Ding 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 ding, knocking them knocking them right down. Yeah. He's was on that day, I guess. He's just on that day. Yeah. And I asked him, what's the, what's the key here? Do you, are you out shooting all the time? He said, I haven't shot this gun in 10 years, is what he said, yeah. which made all of us feel even better yeah. about ourselves. <laughs> and, then, and then we did a shoot-off for a $50 Big R gift card, um, and we had to, uh, to shoot certain targets, and Dick won that one. He was the top shooter on that. So we just want to know, what's the secret to uh, being a good shooter, especially as a Quaker, handling a gun. Yeah, that's, that's kind of different for a Quaker to handle a gun. <laughs> it's, uh, and if, if you want to go watch that movie, Friendly Persuasion, which, uh, like Andrew said, is one of our favorites. We've watched it several times. I wouldn't mind having it on that wall at this church sometime, too. Yeah. But uh, there was no guns in this movie. Uh-huh. But there was an instant where the Civil War was a period of time, and this took place in Indiana this movie, and uh, it was uh, indecision on uh, the sun, yeah. what to do about it, but uh, as far as the gun shoot yesterday, I don't know, I, I say a little prayer and hope that for the best, I guess. Yeah, perfect, love it, <laughs> love it, and a mild case of vertigo also helps, right, you just be like, yeah, just kind of get a little wobbly and just pray. Um, that's always helpful. I, th- I feel like that's how, whenever I was breathing, I'm just like, man, I'm way off here. Um, but anyway, I want to do something else that's kind of cool here, too. Um, just in the testimony that we heard from um, Randy last week. And Randy, the story of Randy has been, Randy, where are you, man? Can you come down here with me real quick? Randy shared his story that he was homeless. He's sleeping on one of our park benches here, um, which those are brand new park benches that Fairmount Main Street got. We did not add any cushion on those. Um, we uh, weren't planning for you, but you did it anyway, and he got Pop-Tarts. Um, and, uh, and he followed the person that dropped off Pop-Tarts to this church, and he attended church that morning. And what else happened that morning is Dan and Todd came up to me. And Todd, could you join me up here too? So Dan and Todd came and they said, hey, is there something that we can do to, uh, to give and, and to invest into this guy? We happened to be doing a, uh, a lunch after the, the uh, church service that day. And so we grabbed some sandwiches and loaded him up. And, uh, and Joe and Bobby, is Joe and Bobby out here? Where are you at? Joe and Bobby, they catch a wind of this and they said, hey, we want to, uh, to help and, uh, and to pour into this guy. Joe and Bobby, could you come down here real quick? <laughs> so they say, we want to be a part of this. And so Randy needs, Randy's, uh, was, where do I stay? 
And so we got him connected with the Grant County Rescue Mission. We're partners with Grant County Rescue Mission. Every month, I hope you know this, all of you guys, part of your tithes and offerings, we go towards missions. So we're, we're sowing right back into the Grant County Rescue Mission to take in people that are just going through hardships in, in life, right? And so Joe says, I can take him to the rescue mission today. So he drives him there. Um, and Randy follows up by taking the money that we gave him to buy a phone so that he could start calling his family and his daughter and his mom and, and some of these sort of people. And he calls Joe. Joe, can I come to your church? And can I, can I get a ride to your church? So for about three months, Joe and Bobby have been driving back and forth downtown Marion to the Grant County Rescue Mission to pick up Randy to bring him to church so that he can worship here this morning. So this morning he comes into our Sunday school class and he's sitting there with Bud. Bud, could you jump up here? And Bud's teaching this class, and he's doing his preparation, he's pouring into, he's making an impact in people's lives, all because of this single bag of Pop-Tarts that he just followed his nose, that somebody made a very minimal investment that a lot of people have jumped on the bandwagon through. Over the course of about seven or eight years, I've been coaching basketball. Um, out to high school and one of the uh, kids that we had on our team um, as a freshman um, is Jesse Brown and Jesse's sitting right here this morning Jesse jump up here <laughs> so Jesse gets invited to come to church by Randy who's at the Grant County Rescue Mission and Jesse just started the same program that Randy's in and doing this rehabilitation and a Bible study program and so Randy talks to Joe and Bobby about bringing Jesse to come to our church to worship this morning. Isn't that cool? There's somebody else. His name is Stormy. Stormy, can you come on down here? <laughs> Isn't it amazing the impact? And so Randy says, I got another friend. Can I bring Stormy with me as well? And so he's here with us. And all of the impact that's made because I want to get outside of myself enough to think about others to sow into and invest into and part of each and every one of you that's made this a welcoming environment it's a it's a culture of maybe love and acceptance of whoever you are you can worship here with us and be a part of our church family and then not only what all of us have helped create but also what we have sowed into now is going to the Grant County Rescue Mission so would all of you even just stand up because all of you have played a part in this if you have given yeah it's powerful. It's awesome to see. It's awesome to see. And so thank you. You guys can, can have a seat. Everybody can have a seat except for Randy. <laughs> and so Randy this morning, um, my son Judah, he's in here pecking away at the piano. And he's, uh, he's saying, Dad, let me show you what I've learned on the piano. And Randy says, hey, do you mind if I play the piano just for a minute? I said, no, we would... We would love that. And so he starts playing this piano. I said, Randy, when did you learn the piano? And he said, I, I'm just self-taught. I just sat down and just kind of figured it out. And he starts singing this, this song, this hymn this morning. Kathy Harner, our, our choir leader and, and uh, hymn director, is out. She's got back pain, and she's like really, really hurting this morning. And so we don't have our, our hymns coming to you, except that we do have our hymns coming to you. Randy? Would you be willing? <laughs> Would you be willing 
to sit at that piano. Can we get this mic on? And Randy's going to sing a song for us this morning. It's <laughs> a little song I picked up. Okay, here we go. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. what it's about y'all right there man um greg you're more than welcome to hang out up there but we're gonna go yeah you can have a seat yeah mike powerful man um, and I just want to say a special thank you to Joe who stayed in the game and I'll tell you this that also I know this personally who makes the sacrifices many times is our is our kids and in their case their grandkids because um, they have their grandkids come to worship with them often and this thing called ministry interrupts life and so hey we were gonna go be with our kids or we're gonna go to this ball game or we're gonna go take them out to eat or whatever and sometimes they make the sacrifices to serve others along the way. And so even to your grandkids, um, it is awesome to see the sacrifice that's made to impact those around you. It's worth it. I just want to tell you guys it's worth it to give and to invest and to do those, those sorts of things because lives can be changed. Yeah, Joe. that awesome you know yeah you know that's the same heart of Jesus I believe 
is if, if you don't take Randy, you're not getting me. Right? That's, that's the heart of Jesus. The woman that's being stoned for living in adultery that Jesus partners with, and he says, if, if you're going to get rid of her, you're going to get rid of me. Right? And if you're without sin, then you start throwing stones at, at me. Right? Um, and Jesus comes with all these sorts of teachings. Right? You who can see all of the, the, the specks of dust in your neighbor's eye when you've got a plank hanging out of your own eye. Right? Um, Jesus is always seemingly partnering with well, what we would say the least of these, the sinner, right? Those that are outcasts of the church. He says, I'm, I'm with them. Um, time and time again. So much so that it just threw the church upside down. Those religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees and Sadducees, those sorts of people who would have been the pastors of the day, hated Jesus. And you know why? Because Jesus was nothing like them. But the people who loved Jesus... Jesus was nothing like them either, and yet Jesus liked them. It's interesting how we can not be anything like somebody and actually like them. And Jesus was nothing like the sinner, and he liked them, and the sinner was nothing like Jesus, and they loved Jesus. Those who seemingly should have been like Jesus, the pastors, they should have been like Jesus, didn't like Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that wild? So Joe, you just saying that today, if you, don't bring, if you don't accept him, you don't accept me, is the same heart of God and church. Could we get there today? So where we would say, if you don't accept our community, our people, the ones that we're, very, that we're fighting for, I'm in partnership with the broken and the downtrodden and those who have been ripped off by life, those who have not been given a fair shake in life, those who have just gotten their, their lives flipped upside down. If we don't accept them, then you don't accept me because I'm partnering with them more than I'm partnering with the religious way, right? Right? Talk to me if I'm talking to you. We are not having a Quaker church right now. We are going, well, maybe we are. We're going way off script. This is, this is the Holy Spirit whenever God can transform the human heart. And I just want you all just to kind of take a look at your own lives. Man, where is it in my own life? Like Todd's saying, I just need to start loving. I'm in this place of employment. I need to start loving. I need to, I need to get locked in where I'm at. And I want to encourage each and every one of us to, to get this ache anchored in our spirits for the lost and the broken where I'm aching where I travail over where there is this plead inside of my spirit for those that are far from God the the Matthew chapter 7 I'm asking I'm seeking I'm knocking to where we have callous knuckles banging on the door of heaven God I'm I'm knocking and I will not relent to where there's this seeking and you will find where there's this knocking, the door will be open, this asking, and I will answer if you continually labor in this place of prayer with me. And so, church, I want us to have this holy cry of desperation with inside of us that says, Jesus, use me, here am I, send me, use up my gas money, use up all the mileage on my car, let me drive around, let me invest, let me buy the sandwich, let me invest the Pop-Tarts. What is it, God, that you're asking of me to give away and look inside of your own family look inside of your own friendships who is it God that you're just saying there's more Brock there's always more 
There's more that I want out of your life. There's more that I've, I've blessed you, I've given you so much, and I've only given it to you to get it through you to somebody else. I want you, I want you to be a, a, a conduit of heaven. I want to be able to open up the storehouses of heaven and, th- and just throw wide open the doors to bless you, to unload the goodness of God inside of all of those that are broken around you. It's not just to consume. It's not to consume it. It's to release it and to bring blessing to others. God, where is it that you're putting those things inside of my heart, that you're pricking my heart? Maybe there's, there's more. You know, a couple weeks ago, we had Brenna Turner stand up here and talk about how you can get involved into the, into the elementary schools. The doors are wide open to be, a, to be in a Kids Hope. You know how many people we had signed up? Zero. No one's interested. To be able to walk into the school and say, I'll sit with the broken. I'll read with them. We had a few people that said, I want to be a reader. We had a couple people that said, I'll read. But to come in and to invest into their lives, to hear their story, to pour back into them, to, to have an adult leader in their life that cares enough every week, I'll be here. Every week, I will be here. I will be here. Many of them here, I'll be here, and then they never show up. Dad says, yep, we'll play catch after work to never come home. Yep, we'll do this, we'll do that. Yeah, we're going to do this someday, only to never have those promises ever realized in their lives. Church, I'm just begging this. Is there something deeper that the Lord is asking of you more than just church attendance? Is there something more that you can give your life to something that's worthy of it? Because what he did on the cross, he, he expects something out of those that he's redeemed to be a light, to be, to be a city on a hill, to be a light that will not be hidden in our community. And in the same way, we need to take the lid off of the lamp and say, I'm here to shine, baby shine. And we want to draw all in that we are like a lighthouse of hope, beaming for those ships lost at sea. Come, here's where you can find safety. Here's where you can come to find rescue. It's my life and you can come. And it's like a safe refuge by by aching and pleading for people to come along because of the way we live our lives. Maybe even as you look at your own life, instead of just whining about our marriage, we're weeping for our spouse, weeping and pleading, God, I'm asking, I'm seeking, I'm knocking. Those kids that are, that are wayward and far from the Lord, Lord, I am aching and I'm begging and I'm come before you asking and knocking, right? I'm on my knees with bloody knuckles pounded on the door of heaven, not relenting. And he says, if you continue to seek and ask and knock, won't the doors be wide open to you? And I'm not saying bloody knuckles as if the Lord won't ever answer and so we just have to sit there all day. I'm just saying the position of our heart is like a bulldog on a bone. The tenacity is that I I refuse to be denied. Passion does not take no for an answer. I refuse to take no for an answer on reaching the people in my community. I'm just not playing into that script. I have no part of a character in that script. The thing that I'm interested in is completely exhausting my life. Maybe from those on the outside looking and wasting my life on something that God has called me to 
that he would say, I'm with them. I'm going to partner and be with them. You know how, I'm just guessing how nice and comfy it was in heaven. Jesus said, I'm good. I'm good. My job's good. I'm safe, secure. I got a lot of money. I'm good. Heaven's pretty comfy. I don't know that I want to go there and pay the ultimate price, spend it all. Those people that I can lord over, that I will lead under and have them completely wreck my life, take my life. Jesus, I'm going. And church, I want this to be missional. Come on, we've got to go. We've got to go to those that might even hurt and abuse us, those that will even take advantage of us, instead of us trying to have self-preservation. We can't go on mission with the idea of self-preservation. Those two are oil and water. That does not mix. But to say, you know what, I'm going to go and spend it all. I'm going to sell all. You know, one of the things I love about my cousin, Doug Harold, he just built his dream home. He was doing all kinds of investments for people in Indianapolis. He had Colts players that he was doing investments for. And he gets this thing inside of his spirit, this thing that anchors him, comes in deep inside of him. And he says, we got to sell all. we got to go to Guatemala, sell everything. And they head south, get on a plane. You know who has to sacrifice? Cousin Mary, Aunt Jean their own children, right? Everyone sacrifices when we buy into the gospel of Jesus Christ. I just want to tell you the sacrifice is worth it. Even if we don't see it on this side, we will see it on the next. And church, it'll be more. It'll be more than worth it. Whatever we seemingly give up on this side will be fully redeemed on the other we're playing too small going to work nine to five you're playing way too small there is something so much more inside of you the kingdom is within you and Jesus is aching come on let's get the kingdom without outside of you and let it flow in the streets let's redeem our community, let's, let's, if the school says come, we say how often? And we get there, we make an impact as much as we possibly can. You've been strategically put into that place of employment. Max it out for more than just making widgets. Be a witness. Be a witness to something much greater than yourself. This morning is just a plea. Randy, I thank you for being consistent. Done this often with people coming off the streets. And it's immediate excitement with a soon followed crash of disappointment. Because they don't stay in the game. Just honest. Don't stick it out. The endurance in your spirit right now is supernatural. There is a Holy Ghost engine and motor that's going off inside of you and I see you more than just an attendee or a consumer or a participant I see you as a leader that you will lead these areas of ministry you will lead the broken you've been there you know the game you know the language and you know how to rise through it all stormy there's more for you brother there's so much more you're scratching the surface Jesse from the locker room to the pew 
whew, with a lot of street in between. I'm glad you're here, man. There's got to be some stick to it, right? Randy's that guy. Joe's that guy. Church, we all need to be that guy. And right now, we're going to close in prayer. I want you to think, man, who are two, three people I've got to reach out to this week? I got to do it. I will do it. I will do it. And we're going to consecrate our hearts before the Lord more than just being attendees. We're going to be witnesses. More than just being a Christian, we're going to be a Christian on mission. Right? Not just as a consumer. What did I get out of this deal? Christ went to the cross. That's a pretty good deal for me. Now I take up my cross and I'm going to follow him. Would you all just stand with me as we close this morning? Randy, will you come down here? I'd like for you to hop on that piano one more time, brother. We're going to wrap with I've decided to follow Jesus. Jesus, we just want to consecrate our lives again. I just think of Brent. I think of Mackenzie. I think of Sarah. Father, right now, I just think of these that need an encounter with you. Lord, I just pray by the supernatural goodness of the Lord that you would open these doors, that you would fill me with your boldness and your courage to make an impact in my world. Lord, I just pray over every single person here that we would, that we would speak of you, that we would live you, that it is so intoxicating that I would, I would see this lifestyle and want more of it, that we would witness of the goodness of Jesus that says, I'm with him, I'm with her. And Lord, instead of us being professional Christians, let us just be raw and real Christ followers that want to live our lives on mission and make a difference for those around us. Do it in our church today. In Jesus' name, amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. Though none come with me, still I will follow. Though none come with me, still I will follow. Though none come with me, still I will follow. No turning back, no turning back. Thank you, Jesus.
So we're so glad you were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or your preferred podcasting app. Be sure to rate us so other people can know about the podcast.